Again, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the light of this day. We thank you now, Lord, as we settle in, that you would come in the room with us and sup with us. Give us what to say, just how to say it. We pray that those that are under the sound of my voice will have an ear to hear. I decrease, you increase. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We're going to continue with the uh, transplant mind. A uh, couple weeks I said, Jesus has risen, so make the decision. And that was during our resurrection. Now as we are moving uh, forward, and we will soon be coming into uh, the month of May. Well, we're going to continue with the uh, Adams family, <laughs> Adam and Eve. Um and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, their, them being uh, parents and how all of that uh, began. Um, I truly thank God for uh, all of you that uh, have uh, followed me. And now I am now available also on the pod, uh, which is... Uh, through the internet um, on uh, Spotify. So if you miss anything, you can also pick me up there. And um, truly thank God, hopefully uh, something that I may have said that has encouraged you. So I'm going to now to be coming again from our Crossing Devotional Bible, which most certainly is the uh, King James Version of the Bible, but you got some um, also good information also comes through articles by Max Licardo, Jerry Jenkins, James Dobson, Joni Erickson, Tata, Gary Smalley, Bill, and Lynn Hybels, and many others. So we'll be um, starting with uh, Genesis chapter 4, and uh, this is how, again, it all began. And uh, in order to understand our life, you uh, have to go back. You have to go back from whence it all began in order to understand uh, how to move forward. And we're just pretty much coming from uh, the principles of God. We're coming from his word and we're coming from his original purpose uh, for our life. So let's dig in. Okay, the Bible says, and Cain, let's see, let's start it right now. I'm telling you chapter four, let me get the right, right perspective here. And Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bared Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again buried his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. 
And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought up, brought a fruit of the ground and offerings unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. Now, you know, it seemed like right there that why would God respect uh, Abel's offering and not Cain's offering? And I believe at that particular time, the ground was cursed. So sometimes we want to offer God things that may not be uh, in our best interest because it's pretty much either the way we gave it. You know, the Bible tells us that God likes uh, a cheerful giver. So if you are given unto the Lord, you know, and you're giving it grudgingly, you know, that's you might as well keep it. You know, if, if you're not giving it from your heart, you know, and, and I'm going to go a step further. It's just like if, if someone was to uh, take you out to dinner and, um, you know, they really didn't want to do that. But I guess trying to maybe impress a person and then you get to the uh, restaurant and um, you, you know, you, you get the menu and you begin to look over the menu and you um, place your order and the other person is looking like, you know, at the menu too. And they look at the menu and it's like, this might be a, a bad analogy, but, and, and you order and maybe your meal was mm, uh, a little more uh, than uh, they expected. And they give you that look like, you know, I, I wasn't really taking you out for, you know, this. You know, I, I really wanted to take you to McDonald's. I mean, you know, you get a feeling like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have uh, accepted this. You know, it's just a feeling that I believe God gets when we don't do our best or try to do our best. And I don't know what your best is, but you know. And uh, I just think when, you, when you're giving something... Uh, to the Lord, I think it should be, uh, you know, your best. And um, Adam, I mean, Adam, Abel uh, gave God the firstlings of his of his uh, cattle. And then Cain decided, you know, he was going to uh, just uh, give God something uh, from he's just going to maybe pick up some rotten fruit from the ground. Who knows? But God is a fair and just God. And he did not accept uh, Cain's offering. And I, I just believe just like we as parents would, would say to our children, you can do better. God knows his children. And I guess he was saying to, to Cain, you, you could have done better than this. I mean, ain't no half stepping. You know, there's a song that says 99 and a half won't do. So... Anyway, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. 
But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto, unto Cain, Why hast thou, why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? If thou doest well, should not thou be accepted? Now, the Lord came to him and, and, and asked him, what was the, what's the reason you, you, your, your face is long? You know how we go to our kids and say, why, why you got a long head? You know, pick your chin up off the ground. Because, you know, they can actually see that, you know, your, your countenance is, is got uh, some type of look on it. If thou doest not well, the Lord said, sin lieth at the door. If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. In other words, he was capable of doing better. Uh, the Lord puts no more on us than we can bear. And unto thee shall be his desires. And thou shalt rule over him. So that's kind of self-explanatory. Unto, unto thee shall be his desire. So when we open the door to sin, it will uh, desire more than what we want to give. And it will take over you. So whatever it is that, that you fall into and you know that is not right, um, whether it be... Um, you know, cheating or stealing or or whatever that stronghold or that habit, you know, you, you may have eased into it because that's how sin is. It's deceptive. It, 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 it takes a little bit and then it wants a little bit more and a little bit more. And next thing you know, it has overtaken you. So it will want to rule over you. And um, we most certainly... Uh, came to the Lord because there were things in our lives that had us uh, strongholds. And, and if it had not been for the Lord on our side, we can most certainly say, where would we be today? So truly, we thank the Lord for Jesus Christ. And Cain ruled with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Now, this thing... That, that 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 had Cain's continence so uh, uh, distraught um, was was raging in him. Uh, he didn't talk about it. He didn't uh, consult the Lord. It, he had a jealousy, and the Bible says jealousy is crueler than the grave. So that was the root of uh, Cain's. Continents, and we have to be careful, you know, when when we're having some type of feeling that you know is not quite right. That if it um, um, rules you, it 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 wants to consume you, and that's why it's, we have to be. Uh, we have to have a transplant mind of some of the, the, the information that we may have uh, and, and, and trade it because if it's not the right information, it can take 
control of you. It can rule your life. It could it could start out, you know, when you're young and trickle all the way over into your adult life. And you live this way all your life and you can't seem to understand why you're like this. Well, there is a root to, to, to everything that that we do. That especially if it's negative, you have to find out what that root is. And when you come to yourself, have a talk, have a visit with yourself, be honest with yourself and ask yourself those questions. Why am I like this? And when you find out that this situation that you've been dealing with all of your life, it traces all the way back to. When I was in school, when I uh, uh, was at this job or when I tried to uh, get this or or when I was uh, at home, uh, some of my uh, brothers and sisters I didn't get along with because of whatever those reasons are. When you begin to to face your your challenges and your fears and you cast all of that over to the Lord. Talk to the Lord just like you would talk to your mother, your father, a friend, a sister or whoever. When you begin to talk to the Lord like that, Lord, I don't know why I'm like this. I, I believe that, you know, I've always had this spirit of uh, wanting to uh, um have everything or wanting the best of this and uh, didn't want to see uh, others with with something better than myself or or I'm a person that 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 was insecure. I don't know what that uh, issue may be, but when you're honest with yourself, then God and you ask God to come in and and help you to to unpack some of that stuff and and get an understanding and and more knowledge and more wisdom in it. Then you'll begin to grow. You'll begin to uh, line up with with the principles of of God, which is our original uh, uh, purpose: is to find out who you are, who you, where you're going, and why are you here. And 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 we all got to come to that knowledge and understanding and wisdom. And the only original way you can get that knowledge is you got to get it from the one that created you. I can go to all of my friends. I could go to my mama. I can go to my brothers, my sisters, co-worker, whoever. The God is the only one can give you the real meaning for your life. And I don't know why I said all of that, but it's for somebody. And I pray that. You know, they will get an understanding of uh, what it is that uh, they need to do through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, and, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field. That. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him, slew him. He killed him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? How arrogant was that? I know not. First lie, first murder, and and, and first arrogancy, proud spirit. You know? And he said, What hast thou done? He said, it's talking about the Lord. 
the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Now, that's something. You know, God is uh, omnipresent. He's everywhere at any time. There is no place that he is not. And no matter what we do, this scripture right here tells us that God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows before we even know we're going to know to do it. And no matter what we decide to do in our life, no matter what we are doing as I speak, the Lord knoweth. And he's letting uh, Abel know. He's letting Cain know, excuse me, that I know what you did. You know, your, your brother's blood is crying unto me. Ain't that something? God hears our cries. He see our pain. So we don't never have to try to get even with no one. You know, because God sees everything. And if you lay that thing in his lap, you'll see that that is the best place to lay it. Because if you keep rehearsing it and keep going over and over and over and over it, the devil will rule that in your mind and you'll begin to act out of it. You'll begin to um, your behavior and everything about, you know, your day Will, will be hinged around that thought that you're carrying, that you're packing with you day and night and night and day. The Lord does not want us to, uh, you know, have all of that uh, care on us like that, caring about that problem to the point that it, it takes us into worry. It takes us into uh, uh a sad continence. You know, he want us to give that problem to him because guess what? We can't carry all this weight. It's just like taking a 30 pound weight and putting it on your back and carrying it all day long. And then you wonder why you don't want to go anywhere. You don't feel like you uh, want to engage uh, with the things that's going on in your environment. I mean, that's a heavy load. So, stop packing that load. Drop it like it's hot. Put that load down. And load up on the word of God. And he said his yoke is easy and his burdens is light. It's time for you to, to have a light load. Don't you know that when um, we are carrying things like that, it will give you ill health? Sometimes we, I don't believe we understand that when we do, uh, you know, have uh, situations and we continue to dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it. The enemy knows that it is doing something with inside of you. Um it's, it's creating something 
that you don't even see until later on. You go to the doctor. You have an ulcer. You have high blood pressure. You know, you, you are a candidate for a stroke. You know, and so many other things. So, God knows everything. So, we can always uh, hash it out, talk it out with Him. We don't have to get on Facebook. We don't have to get on Twitter. We don't have to get on uh, the Snapchat and all the other uh, things available to um, tell everybody else uh, our business or, or what have you. You got a line. And Jesus is always on it. He's always available. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So, the Bible, I'm coming back to the Bible. And now thou art cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from the land. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I, than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out of the day from the face of the earth. And from the face shall I be hid. And I shall be as a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Ain't there something how he's still a little bit arrogant? How dare you do this to me? This is more than I deserve. And guess what? Everybody that see me. They're going to slay me too. They're going to they're remind me of what I've done. And see, and that's how the enemy gets us. He gets us so caught up and so wrapped up and consumed with that evil thing that, yes, he, 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 he will bring shame to, to you on that day. Uh, especially if you don't repent. You don't have a change of mind and get that thing under God and let him deal with it now. You know, uh, a lot of times I'm not talking about things that you've done in the past, because just because you're a Christian does not mean that some of those things may not show up later on. And um, this is why it, we have to be careful about trying to put uh, Christian people on a pedestal uh, and make them inhuman. Um, and make them uh, as if they do not uh, have trials and tribulations the same. The difference is they have someone to take it to. They have uh, someone that can um, give them favor and, and work it out. You know, we said all things work together for the good to them who love you and who are called according to his purpose. So there's a difference in how we go through our testings. But at the end of the day, again, we, we have to allow the Lord to um, lead us and, and guide us and help us to, to get through uh, our trials and tribulations. 
And just because, like I said, you, you're saved does not mean that you're not going to be visited with trouble. But be of good cheer. Because the uh, Lord said he has already overcome the world. So we, we have a better perspective. Um, but he was so arrogant that he had the nerve to say that his punishment was uh, more than uh, he could bear. And then, uh, yes, that's how the devil operates. He will uh, invite himself into your life. And he'll stay longer than what you anticipated. And when you're ready to cut the visit short, he's not. So we have to be careful. Uh, you know, those things that, that want to uh, cling to us. Uh, strongholds. Uh, things that we need to get a better understanding about. Before we allow it to... Uh, enter into our mind and enter into our heart because out of the heart flows the issues of life. So the Lord did set a mark upon Cain's head and uh, it went out from, uh, Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, which was on the east side of the Garden of Eden. Wow. And so we're going to pause or to stop right there and we're going to pick it back up uh, next week. Uh, the Lord say the same. We'll be doing the same thing. There's a young man that says that on the radio a lot. If the Lord say the same, I'll be doing the same thing. And this is what we'll be doing uh, next week. We're going to pick it up there because we're pretty much talking about Adam and Eve, who was the first parents uh, the first parents of a murderer, the first parents of of uh, the, the liar, uh, the first parents of the pride and arrogant and selfish. All this came from the beginning. So there's nothing that you and I may be dealing with that had not been around from times in uh, the past. And there's nothing new, the Bible says, that's under the sun. And this is why we want to go back to the original uh, um, uh, word, the original truth. And these relationships, uh, when we learn about them, it will help us to understand our relationships also. Um, and it's just good. It's just it's good information. Um, and it will just continue to help you to become stronger in your faith, uh, stronger in uh, your knowledge and, and, and wisdom and understanding. And I tell you, we don't know, you know, what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. We have to go back to the one that created us. Because he knows us best. Father knows best. And I pray that something in this particular part of uh, the Bible in Genesis chapter 4 has uh, touched your heart. And maybe you are in a situation that you need to make a decision. Well, before you make the decision and you don't know the Lord, 
then make the decision because he has risen. Save more than what I wanted. Everything I never had. I gotta get right to his heart. And only he can show me where it's at. You are the miracle I need. 